Good morning, Flagler County. This is Danielle Anderson, your host of Lifeline, the radio show connecting you to positivity here in our community. And this morning, we're really excited to have Pamela Lincolnship in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. So... What is your exact title? Because I know you've kind of bounced around a little bit. <laughs> yes. Um, I am the Community Outreach Coordinator for the River to Sea Transportation Planning Organization, or TPO for short. Say that three times fast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know a lot of people in our community have never heard of a TPO until I got involved with um, A1A. I'd never heard of a TPO. Yeah. So for people who don't know, tell them a little about what that means. Sure. Um, what we do is transportation planning for all of Volusia and the urbanized areas of Flagler County, which include Flagler Beach, Beverly Beach, parts of Vanell and parts of Palm Coast. And in addition to doing planning for transportation improvements, we also are the forum with in which citizens and elected officials and the public come in and voice their priorities, identify their concerns, um, let the, the cities know what they need. So you're kind of like that lifeline connecting the residents and the, the cities to those infrastructure needs. Yes, that's correct. And another thing that we do um, that's pretty big is outreach, community outreach for driver, pedestrian, and cyclist safety. That's one of my favorites. So, okay, so let's let's kind of help people imagine what a TPO is. So we've got the state of Florida. We're looking at the map here. And, you know, we've got a section here that's our TPO. And then Jacksonville, is it, is it an MPO? It's, uh, do you know, it's Northeast Florida. TPO. TPO. What's the difference between a TPO? Do you know? Yes, there is none. There is There's no difference between a metropolitan planning organization and a transportation planning organization. We actually used to be known as the Volusia County MPO, uh, but we changed it to a TPO so that it was a little bit more descriptive of what we do. So we used to be part of the Jacksonville one, I think, or North Florida? No. It's always no. been Flagler here with Volusia? Yes. Um, it started out uh, with all of Volusia and then Beverly Beach and Flagler Beach. And then every 10 years after the census, we reevaluate and make changes to our urban boundaries. And we, the last time it was to incorporate parts of Bunnell and Palm Coast. And we actually are going through reapportionment right now where we are changing our boundaries. And uh, the TPO board, which is made up of elected officials from each of the cities and counties, voted to include all of Flagler County within the TPO boundary. Yes. Now, it'll be probably mid next year before that takes effect. Um, The governor still has to approve it and it has to go through FDOT as well. See, that's really cool because, you know, you're trying to figure out like when you're looking at a program and you're saying, oh, does it can this part of it? be part of it and it's like that's not part of the tpo and it seems kind of odd for half a flag it is it is it's it's difficult to navigate um because you want to make sure we're within our boundaries and sometimes we're not so this will prevent all of that from happening and we can just include all of flagler county so i know that um there's it's, it's kind of hard to like figure out how to tell everybody how this works so there's there's like the big board which is the tpo yes. board and then there are subcommittees that are underneath those correct so what are some of those sub what are the subcommittees okay the subcommittees and there's a lot of acronyms involved uh transportation acronyms are crazy <laughs> and uh the first committee i'll note is the 
Technical Coordinating Committee, or the TCC, and that's made up of staff members from the local jurisdictions, and they come together and talk about things that are technical. And when we say local jurisdictions, we're talking like Palm Coast, Bunnell, but also in Volusia County, it would be like Ormond Beach, Daytona, it's Deltona. Edgewater, Deltona, yes, the west side and the east side as well. Okay. Um, Following the TCC, there's what's called the Citizens Advisory Committee, and this is made up of... Uh, citizens, obviously, that are appointed by the elected officials on the TPO board to serve. Um, they meet once a month and they discuss things from a citizen's perspective. And then there's the Bicycle Pedestrian Advisory Committee, which you know well. BPAC. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. The BPAC. And they discuss things. They're also appointed by the TPO board members. And they discuss things that are relevant to bicyclists and pedestrians. And you really, sitting on these committees, you really learn a lot. Yes. I mean, you have no idea, like, you know, talking about sidewalk projects and things like that. So talk about some of the projects that the... Um, the Citizens Advisory Committee might try to tackle? Well, we just had um, a presentation from FDOT on the LPGA Boulevard um, Expansion? interchange. Yes. And that was last month. And so the citizens weigh in um, and give their opinions and their thoughts and suggestions. And then those are taken back to our TPO board and as well as FDOT. Um, because they're the ones giving the presentation. That way they hear, sure, they have meetings for the public, but this this is also another way to get your input heard. And really, you know, these people that are sitting on these committees, they're kind of like the voice of their community with yes, the TPO, right? that's correct. They represent their city. So um, I know on the BPAC thing, we would, we would talk about complete streets. Correct. And, and here in Palm Coast, we really struggle as far as having sidewalks through the neighborhoods because it's so narrow. Uh, for somebody who doesn't know, what is, what's a, a complete street? Well, a complete street is a street that's geared to everybody. So the cyclists, the pedestrians, the cars, uh, there's landscaping. Uh, the roads are typically slower in speed. Um, it's, it's a safer street. By far. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really cool. So uh, tell us a little bit about um, what are some of the projects in Flagler County that have been overseen through the TPO? Well, some of the things that we've done, let me see. There's been, well, let me tell you one that's very exciting um, is the Safe Streets and Roads for All grant that we just received um, back in the spring. And we've partnered with Volusia County and Flagler County. They're each contributing a local match. And what we're going to be doing is developing a comprehensive safety action plan that will cover all of Volusia and all of Flagler. So what does that mean? Well, that means, um, well, the purpose of the program is to improve roadway safety significantly, reducing or eliminating fatalities and serious injuries. Um, the CSAP, or Com- Comprehensive Safety Action Plan, will be developed through a collaborative effort through Volusia and Flagler County and the TPO with a community outreach campaign that the public and community stakeholders throughout the process will provide input. And we'll, it'll be conducted to evaluate the trends and circumstances specific to our region and um, the locations, we'll look at the locations that have high rates of fatalities and serious injury crashes. And that'll be the framework for the plan, which will include a comprehensive set of projects and countermeasures 
to include innovative technologies and high-impact strategies that can be implemented in the communities that we live in throughout our area. And it will also include a review of the current policies and guidelines that identify opportunities for enhancements, equity impacts, and a method to evaluate the progress over time. So essentially what it will be is we will come out with a set of projects that will improve the fatality and serious injury rates. Um, And what we'll look at next after that is implementing those projects. So when does that actually start? Do we have a date? We don't have an actual date yet. Um, We are in the process of executing the grant, and it should start within the next couple months. Is this the grant that was, it's through federal dollars? Yes, it's uh, part of the um, bipartisan infrastructure law. That's really cool. So there's a lot of money that's coming down, especially for safety. Yes, we received $320,000, and Volusia County and Flagler County are kicking in to make it $400,000. $400,000. And I know that there's been a lot of conversation, you know, um, about reducing speed limits, uh, the crosswalks, not having enough crosswalks. You know, what? how do people kind of get that word out there or get that to their elected officials? Because they've got so many different things that are coming at them all the time. Yes. Well, one way to do that is to actually contact your local elected official by email. Um, that's usually one of the better ways to contact them. Um, and... If not, if you can't seem to get a hold of them that way, come to one of our board meetings, our committee meetings. Um, We meet monthly. All the committees meet every month. Um, You can come and voice your opinion. We have time for public comment at every meeting that we hold. Um, Currently, our meetings are held at the Daytona Beach International Airport um, because we just moved. I was going to say, what what happened with the movement? What what happened? Well, we moved. um, We moved to a temporary location. And that is off LPGA Boulevard at the Florida Tennis Center. And we don't have a conference room right now. So we are holding our meetings at the airport, the airline room, the first floor of the airport. And um, we'll be moving again. um, (laughs) And hopefully at that time, we'll have a conference room and a set space and we'll be all set. I know it's always really interactive and interesting to hear um, because every month there was a different presentation for BPAC. And it's it's so fascinating to to know what you don't know. It is. It is. You learn a lot on the committee. Um, it can seem kind of daunting at first because transportation is like a different language. Right. And um, But once you start to get the hang of it, we have lists of acronyms for our new members <laughs> uh, to help them understand a little bit better. Um, it took me a long time when I first started the job to, to learn the acronyms. But, you know, it's worth it. It makes a difference, your input. And you really start kind of geeking out after a while because then when you're driving or you're bicycling or walking, you're like, hey, I know about that. You know? Yes. So it's really cool. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I know um, some of the things that we would see are the different projects and getting to rank those projects mm-hmm. that are specific to those committees. Yes. So, And we have a huge bicycle pedestrian committee or community here in Flagler mm-hmm. County. Yes. So what are, what are some of those things if, about projects that we have coming up? Do you know any other projects? The projects themselves, I'm not super familiar off the top of my head um but what the part of what the bpac does is evaluate and rank applications that the city submit to us for projects like sidewalks or uh bike trails things like that um and the bicycle pedestrian advisory committee will 
uh, they have a subcommittee that meets to evaluate and score the applications they receive. And from there, it goes to the Bicycle Pedestrian Advisory Committee, who then reviews and recommends approval of the list. Now, that list then goes to the TPO board for approval um, and adoption, and it is then forwarded and, and what the list says, these are our priorities, the TPO's priorities for the area that we cover. Once they uh, approve that, it goes to FDOT, and FDOT uses that to program funding. They then know our priorities, and they program accordingly. See, I, th- I think people think, well, why can't we just put a sidewalk in? It just seems... But it's it's really that it's like a five year work plan, right? It is. It is. Yes, FDOT has a five year work plan. Um, it's called the work program, <laughs> and the TPO actually has a couple of documents as well, um, including the priority project lists, which we just were discussing. Um, that feeds into our transportation improvement program, which is a five year short range transportation plan. And that includes all of the projects that are going to be constructed or funded during the next five-year period. On top of that, we have a long-range transportation plan, which is a 25-year look into the future. And it's pretty visionary. Um, we're going to be starting – we updated every five years. We'll be starting our 2050 plan coming up in the next couple months. And there'll be a huge public outreach component for that, so look for that. So it, it, I think the last one, was that down um, in New Smyrna? The last um, long-range plan? They, so there was something I went to, and they had, like, these robotic um, things, and it, it was incredible. Yes, the, the cars and yes. stuff. Yes, that was actually one of our annual retreats. Oh. And it was, we had the Tesla. Yes. That was so cool. Yeah. And then you had students, they were doing something on the water. Yes. And it was like a the robotic boat. boat. Yes. <laughs> And it's it's so fascinating because, you know, you don't realize how closely all this stuff is really tied together. It is. And they're bringing in, them in from like Embry-Riddle and like the Mycoplex. And you're just like, this is incredible. It is. It's amazing what vehicles and all of that can do now. Um, and, and we have to plan for these, these things. Um, you can't just put them out there and have no infrastructure for it. Exactly. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about the future and what else the, the TPO has got on the, on the books. Hey, who's taking care of your air conditioner? If you don't have somebody good, give me a call. My name's Kyle. I've been doing air conditioning in Flagler County for 13 years. I'm now with Quantum AC. We look forward to being your air conditioning company. If you haven't had a checkup in a while, you really should. Call Kyle's cell phone number anytime. Okay. I'm Joe Wright, Quantum AC, part of the Quantum family. 586-9039. I look forward to your call. 586-9039. Um, really but to have the opportunity to work with uh, their internship program. I wish when I was going through high school here in Flagler that I had the opportunity to be able to work for a tech company locally and be able to get the, that experience. You know, I'm definitely excited to be more of a part of Coastal Cloud and the community. All right, we are back with the transportation diva here in the house, Miss Pamela Blankenship. <laughs> uh, so the reason we actually got you here, and I'm 
totally off topic here was was mobility week so tell us a little bit about that yes um mobility week is such a cool week um it's done by the florida department of transportation and it's a cooperative effort between them and partner agencies such as ourselves the tpo to promote awareness of safe multimodal transportation choices so when they hear multimodal, Modal. people glaze over and say, yes, what does they that do. mean? You're absolutely right. I used to glaze <laughs> over. Uh, multimodal means many different modes, meaning bicycles, walking, wheelchairs, you name it, scooters, micro mobility devices, scooters, wow. things like that. Um, any form of transportation is included in this that's awesome yeah and there's there's a lot of them now (laughs) skateboards skateboards are in it too yes we include everything (laughs) and um what we do during mobility week is the partner agencies and fdot host events or um just participate in different events that promote multimodal choices and we've got a couple events coming up um in flagler county one is the Central Park Bike Rodeo and Ride, and that's at Town Center in Palm Coast. And that'll be happening actually Friday um, from 5 to 7 p.m. And um, it's at Central Park in Town Center. I think I said that. And it's an educational, family-friendly event that celebrates Mobility Week. And it's in partnership with the Palm Coast Fire Department, the Flagler County Sheriff's Office, FDOT, Florida Department of Transportation, and the River to Sea TPO. And some of the highlights include uh, a bike ride alongside first responders um, around the lake with the firefighters and the sheriff's deputies, uh, free bicycle helmets come out, and um, FDOT will be fitting whoever needs a bike helmet, fitting them for a bicycle helmet that they can have for free, uh, complimentary bike lights. And um, there'll be food trucks, bike safety education, of course. And the TPO will have a helmet decoration sticker. So once you get your helmet, you can go decorate it. So what date is that on? That is Friday, November 3rd. Okay, gotcha. Five to seven. And then um, we're also participating in FDOT's Ride, Roll, Stroll Challenge. And um, it gives you a chance to try new modes of transportation and you can win prizes. You can ride transit, bike, walk, or carpool. All of those are included. All you do is you go to their website, riderollstroll.com, and record your trips that you make. And then you earn points for the leaderboard, and um, which you can redeem for like coupons and discounts to restaurants and wow. all sorts of places. But then there are prizes that go along with that that include gift cards, an electric scooter that's really, really expensive, a $200 (laughs) bike gear bundle, an REI gift bundle, and a number of other things. And the Ride Roll Stroll Challenge runs from October 27th, which was just the other day, through November 30th. So you've got a little more than 30 days to complete this. And last year, uh, we did a similar challenge, and um, some of our, our committee members actually did win gift cards and prizes, and so it's... Is there a distance you have to go? Or no. It's just, no. just doing you it? You just... Anything. Um, if you walk, just you track it. Um, you can download their app, or you can do it online at riderollstroll.com, and uh, you just plug it in and 
you're entered to win. So do you think that like cars are going to go away in the future that, I mean, cause we're, we're starting to move more towards like mass transit and, and the trains are taking That's back true. off. That's true. That's true. I, I don't know if I see cars going away. <laughs> I see them hopefully becoming safer. Um, not that the cars aren't safe, but making it so it's safer to drive. Um, they have a lot of, um, different functions right now like lane assist and parking assist for parallel parking i mean that's just crazy to me i would love to have that and um adaptive cruise control which is amazing and instant braking instant braking that's That's huge um so i see a lot more of that happening um I don't see flying cars yet. Not yet. The Jetsons. <laughs> I'm like, you, you should have first dibs on who's got yes. those coming out. Yes. <laughs> so when we talk about like, I know FDOT has got this big push of zero fatality. Yes. They're really trying to make that a, a thing. Um, do you see the numbers going that direction or, or what are we seeing? Well, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes um, because you kind of need to look at it over a long period of time. And we haven't been doing the target zero nearly long enough. Um, to see a huge jump yet, but I'm really hopeful. And the TPO actually recently adopted Target Zero as well. And as part of the Safe Streets and Roads for All grant, we will be pushing Target Zero. I think that is such an incredible um, goal. It is. To aim for. Because it's true. There No life is acceptable to lose. Yeah. And then also, I know this that our um, tax collector's office, they've gotten certified or or licensed, whatever it is you guys do to fit bicycle helmets. Yes, yes. It, it's been really cool to see that too. That It's amazing. Um, yeah, they're certified to fit bicycle helmets. You have to go through <laughs> a class and train to do that. Um, the other thing, you mentioned the Flagler County Tax Collector's Office. One thing that we did recently with the help of FDOT is develop a buck slip to include in all the tag registration renewals. And beginning this past September, um, we had 70,000 of them printed and they'll be included in all the renewals that go out. So when you get your car tag renewal, you will get one of these in your bill. And the front side of it promotes, um, helping people drive less distracted. Nice. It's um, a split second can change a life. The backside of it is geared towards bicycle safety. Oh. And it promotes the three-foot passing law where you need to legally give three feet, a minimum of three feet when you overtake a bicycle um, when they're on the road. And then the 20-foot law, which a lot of people don't know, but when – you're turning right, you have, and there's a cyclist next to you. You need to give 20 feet. How do you do that without crashing into a, a car in the next lane? <laughs> you, well, if you're turning right, um, you slow down and um, wait in for, for the bike to go past ah. before you make the right turn. You can't make that right turn if there's not 20 feet between the cyclist and the turn. I thought you meant you had to go out over and oh, around. No. And I was oh like, no! How do you Twenty do feet. That? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can do. The road's not big enough. That's. What I was like, you're you're in the next lane. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we do have a lot of bicyclists here. Can you give us like a little quick breakdown on? Do you know the bicycle rules? Um. Kinda yeah. Like, like, can they ride on the road? What's the deal with yes. um, e-bikes on trails? And do they have to stop at stop signs? And, yes. And 
what are people supposed to do about um, when they're driving and, and they're in the, the road roadway? Okay. When you're driving in the road, if there is no bike lane, um, go straight. Don't swerve, all of that. But use hand signals if you're turning. The hand signals for left, right, and stopping. If you're driving at night, you need to have a front white light, a rear red light, and a red rear reflector. Say that three times. And um, you must wear a helmet if you're 16 or under. That is the law. But we recommend wearing a helmet regardless of your age. It's, it's Agree. such a huge thing that you can make a difference. Um, if you have a crash, it could save your life. And what about e-bikes on trails? That is up to the local municipalities to pass local ordinances on how they want e-bikes to either be on their trails or not. Um, That's entirely up to them. So it would be like a city thing. Local stuff. Yes. All right. So we got to wrap it up. So tell me real quick, what's going on with Mobility Week? Where can people find out more? And if they need to... To give some feedback, is there a survey or anything going on? There isn't a survey, but they can email staff at r2ctpo.org. Staff at r2ctpo.org. Just email me and um, we'll get back to you pretty quickly. And she's pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But yes, Mobility Week is um, currently going on right now. It was October 27th through November 4th. And the Ride, Roll, Stroll Challenge.com. And that goes on till November 30th. November so got 30th. Plenty of time to yes. get involved after you were Thanksgiving. Listening. <laughs> of course. I'm excited to have you here. Thank so you. If you guys have any more questions, uh, run over to the, the TPO's website and check it out. They have a ton of good stuff. And if you're looking for statistics on, on, Anything that's transportation related, there is probably something there that you can read over. And, and once you start to get into it, I, I promise you're going to love it. So yes. thanks for coming in today. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> and we want to thank Coastal Cloud, Joe Wright, and the Quantum Family of Businesses, WNZF News Radio, and Flagler News Weekly for sponsoring the show. And as always, be safe out there. We'll see you next weekend.